Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. Episode 16, Natural Pain Relief Options. In episode 13, I shared some information about medical pain relief options. So now as promised, I want to also include some natural methods of pain relief as well. It's important to recognise that all these techniques may not make pain completely disappear, but they may be instrumental in helping you to cope through the intensity of your labour, therefore providing you with good pain relief. What is painful for one woman may not be for the next. We all have our own perceptions of pain and we're all very different when it comes to what our thresholds are. I've had clients who have purely used the breathing techniques and hypnosis to help them through their labour and birth without the need for medication or drugs. Before you go into labour, be familiar with the practice, um, sorry, be familiar and practice as many natural pain relief options as possible that you can think of during labour and birth. It's also a good idea to move from one method to the next if something stops working. As if you're at a gym circuit going from station to station. Try and stay with one method for as long as it feels comfortable for you. Again, what works for one woman may be useless for you. So you need to just have a whole toolbox full of options that you can systematically work through. Make sure your birth team and partner know that they can utilise these techniques as well to provide comfort and support to you during your labour and birth. Most of all, it's so important to let go of tension, let go of stress and fear and really enjoy the whole birthing process. Laugh with your partner that releases endorphins and oxytocin. So I'm going to focus on breathing The first and most important aspect of pain relief is deep breathing through the contractions to relax the muscles and ensure the muscles are receiving plenty of oxygen so they work efficiently. Diaphragmatic breathing is the key and this is when you're breathing in through your nose and filling up your inner balloon so your belly blows up. Meanwhile, you're filling your body with oxygen and that's what the muscles need to work effectively so they don't cramp or spasm or become tight and tense, causing more pain and more discomfort. As you breathe out through your nose, then your belly will move back down again. Remember, if you find it difficult to breathe in and out through your nose, then firstly try and breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth. As a last resort, breathing in and out through the mouth is also obviously going to work. Um, But, you know, we're, we're trying to connect in with that parasympathetic system. So breathing in and out through the nose is going to be highly effective. In my Hypnobirthing Australia classes, I teach you three breathing techniques, which are called the relaxation breathing, the surge breathing and the birth breathing. In my back to basics birthing class, I do it a little bit differently. It's the same, but it's different. I have three breathing techniques again, but they're called flow breathing. And this is the relaxation breath in between each contraction. As the name suggests, just let it flow from the top of your head down to your toes. Just allow the breath to flow through your body, every cell, 
every nerve, every muscle in your body. So you're calm and relaxed and ready for the next contraction. The second breath is your progress breathing. You want every contraction to be achieving progress. This breath will help your muscles during a contraction to achieve that progress. If you're not breathing during a contraction, then those muscles will be tense and then there's no progress. All the muscles will be tight and tense, no progress. You're giving your muscles all the oxygen they need at the same time, making sure that your baby is getting oxygen and not going into distress. Every contraction is helping your baby to progress down and out. Every breath is making this possible. As long as you breathe through every contraction, you will notice a huge shift. When your contraction stops, then you have to reboot your system again with the flow breathing, ready to start your progress breathing when the next contraction starts. So the flow breathing is to ensure that you're calm and relaxed. The progress breathing is during your contractions to help your baby progress down and out. When you finally get that uncontrollable urge to push, this is, what, this is when you will instinctively move into your birth breathing. Forced pushing or purple pushing is where you're told to hold your breath and start pushing with all your might. This style of pushing will drain your energy really quick, making you feel exhausted and it will also put pressure on your baby as they try and get through those tight, tense, resistant muscles. You don't have to be a good patient you tell your care providers to be patient and to let you work with your body to do the pushing when you feel that you need to do that pushing. Your birth breathing is to help your perineum stretch and to allow the baby to ease through the space and not be forced out. Your baby's head will move down and become visible and then the contraction stops so the baby's head will move back in again and this is perfect this is exactly what we want to happen. Have the word breathe clearly displayed on your vision board or your affirmation poster as a reminder. You can also write the word breathe on your hand or your arm to remind you as well. So this is so very important. I can't stress enough how important your breathing techniques are for your labor and birth. We also have to look at your mindset the power of positive thinking can definitely help reduce or eliminate pain. If I'm sitting there thinking about pain, then the pain is going to feel more intense. If someone is asking what my pain level is, then I'm going to be thinking about that pain and I'm going to feel that pain even more. So distraction is a really good way to reduce or even eliminate pain. For example, let's look at jogging or exercise. You might be experiencing pain or that burning sensation in your muscles. So that will probably give you thoughts of wanting to give up, uh, wanting to rest. If you then put headphones on and you listen to music while you're exercising or while you're jogging, your brain is focusing on the music and has deflected away from the sensation of pain. Research has also shown if, um, if you have food fantasies like chocolate and you visualize eating your favorite chocolate or food, this can release endorphins, which are going to reduce or eliminate pain. 
Another study showed that meditation could reduce pain intensity anywhere between 11% and 70%. It was found that the more a person practiced meditation, the higher the level of relief was obtained. Saying a mantra also distracts the brain from pain. So you could say something like, I can do anything for a minute or I am strong and calm. My baby and my body are working together. I am safe and in control. Now, visualization is one of my favorite techniques. It's an incredibly powerful technique, but it's also one of the most underutilized techniques used um, during labor and birth. Think about what things relax you the most, most and then see that in your mind. It might be a holiday that you went on. It might be your wedding day, your other children if you have them, your dog soaking in the bath, walking along the beach, hiking through the rainforest, floating on water, anything that is your happy place. They're the things that I want you to visualize in your mind while you're you know, in labor or as you're giving birth to your baby. I really want you to start focusing on what feels good for you, what helps you to feel calm and relaxed okay so we're distracting the mind the other thing uh, I always suggest to my clients is hire a doula doulas have a Mary Poppins bag of tricks for labor and birth that will just amaze you a growing body of research shows that doulas really do make a difference the use of a doula has clear benefits for families during childbirth and even the postnatal period a Cochrane review analysing various studies undertaken on the benefits of having a doula said, we conclude that all women should have continuous support during labour. Continuous support from a person who is present solely to provide support, who is not a member of the woman's social network, is experienced in providing labour support and has at least a modest amount of training, appears to be the most beneficial. In comparison with having no companion during labour, support from a chosen family member or friend appears to increase the woman's satisfaction with the childbirthing experience. So, you know, there's so many benefits to having a doula at your labour and birth. A study released in 2012 clearly identified that women who had independent birth support were more likely to have a spontaneous labour less likely to have synthetic oxytocin, less likely to ask for an epidural or drugs, less likely to be dissatisfied with their birth, more likely to have a shorter labour, less likely to have a caesarean, less likely to have an instrumental birth, so forceps or vacuum, and less likely to have a baby with low APGAR scores. How awesome is that? You know, why wouldn't you spend that money and get a doula? And, you know, doulas can range in prices as well, depending on their packages. Uh, and some of those packages are pretty damn awesome. You know, I know that I have a pretty damn awesome uh, package for my clients. Um, and it's all about the comfort of the mum. What can I do to provide that, that mum with the very best support? What sort of tools can I give her during her pregnancy that is going to help her have that support during her pregnancy, leading into her labour and then actually being there with her, having that continuity of care, but also knowing, liking and trusting 
that doula because you've already established that relationship with that person um, and that person is working for you they are not working for the hospital they're not working for the midwife or the obstetrician they are there purely for you why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to pay for that you know why would you want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars because you know if you have a private obstetrician your out-of-pocket expenses are in the thousands so you have to look at what is going to benefit you the most okay so doulas can range anywhere between you know um eight hundred dollars for a a new doula so someone who's only just completed their training um up to you know just over two and a half thousand depending on uh the packages that are provided some of those packages also include postpartum um services as well so have a look around that you know if you need if you need help with finding a doula send me an email and I can direct you to some of the doula um, directories so that you can find someone that would be suitable for you now let's also look at water immersion you can immerse yourself in a big deep bath or birth pool although some hospitals don't allow you to birth in water you can still labor in water to ease some of the tension in your muscles especially during contractions in the later stages of labor it is shown to increase the energy of women the water also helps to release more endorphins which are your pain relieving hormones water can also help the perineum to become soft and stretchy helping to reduce or eliminate the need for an episiotomy while you're in the water you can also have someone pouring water from a cup over your stomach your shoulders your arms your back which will also feel really lovely and soothing so just like the light touch massage that we teach in our hypnobirthing australia classes and again this is to stimulate the release of endorphins your endorphins are your pain relieving hormones also getting into the shower a warm shower can be just as soothing as a bath and is a good substitute if you're not able to get into the water or if they don't offer uh, birth pools or baths at your um, at your facility using the handheld sprayer with the jet spraying right over the mum's lower um, and mid back during contractions can be really beneficial I've had a few mums actually birth in the shower with the mid midwives right there helping and supporting the mum to birth the way that she feels the most comfortable if you're having continuous monitoring then ask for the wireless monitoring system so the telemetry system which is the uh, battery operated um, monitoring system or even now the Monica Nuvi Bluetooth system so that you can still get into the shower because these are completely waterproof and have been designed so that women can actually get into water because we know the birthing industry knows that water is going to really help a woman during her labor light touch massage so when we use the term light touch massage this may stimulate goosebumps um, which are the little bumps on a person's skin at the base of the body hairs with these goosebumps comes the secretion of endorphins which then counteracts the production of catecholamines so your stress hormones the nervous system is responsible for the release of endorphins and interacts with the receptors in the brain to reduce our perception of pain and this is so important so 
your endorphins resemble opiates in their abilities to produce analgesia and a feeling of well-being and have been found to be between 20 and 40 times stronger than morphine or codeine. Sometimes mums just want to feel a soft, slow, soothing touch over the skin. And this is very effective in helping mum to feel calm, relaxed and also stimulates the release of endorphins and you know with endorphins comes oxytocin as well so I get the dads to you know or partners to start off with their hands resting on both shoulders and then move down the back in a v with the fingertips then figure eight up and down the back then across the the upper back around the neck around the chest around the face and the head down the arms, back up the arms and around the neck again, back down the back and around the hips, the bottom, along the outside of the legs, moving up the inside of the legs towards the, the groin. Anywhere there's exposed skin is going to be really good because that's going to trigger more lovely sensations of endorphins. So that beautiful, soft, sensual movement is going to be perfect, particularly over exposed skin, especially around the areas where you feel aroused and uh, pleasures, such as the nipples and the clitoris, and up the inside of the legs towards the vulva. This helps to get the juices flowing and lubricates the birth canal in readiness for birth. There is a good saying that what you did to get that baby in is what you need to get that baby out. So if we look at when you have sex, there is usually an ambient environment where you feel safe, you feel it's quiet, you're unobserved. And then you use foreplay to prepare your, your body for actual intercourse. So light touch massage is an awesome way for your partner to feel connected with you while providing you with the stimulation to release endorphins and oxytocin. Massage during labour. So massage is a very simple technique and can be easily done by your birth partner to increase the bond and the nurturing connection between the two of you while at the same time helping you to feel calm and supported and easing that pain that you might be experiencing. You can just use the hands and fingers to massage the, the meaty areas of the body. Um, or areas that generally become tight and tense like the neck, the shoulders, the upper back, thighs and legs. Either side of the spine may also need a bit of, uh, may also need a bit of massage as well to prevent the back muscles from becoming tense. Deep massage through the bottom, so your seat bones where the sacrotuberous ligament is attached. The hips and counter pressure on the lower back will really help to reduce pain and discomfort. Using a deep downwards pressure on the shoulders so you can check those acupressure points will give a strong downwards energy and shift any tension helping to relax the muscles and encourage your baby to move down while also releasing endorphins and keeping the muscles loose and flexible. The more loose and limp the muscles the less pain you will experience. I prefer, I prefer to have women in the sideline position if they feel comfortable doing so, so that you can really get into the bottom to loosen any tension there. And then, you know, women turn over and then you do the other side as well. You can also just get your partner um, to get long, slow, strong massage strokes, massaging through the back and allow um, that comfort 
you know, as you need it. I also use tennis balls to massage um, because that can really help to save your partner's hands from, you know, massaging for long periods of time. So good to have a, a tennis ball and you can just rub that, you know, in circular motions around the bottom, up and down either side of the spine, you know, across the shoulders. You can actually sit on the tennis ball. So putting the tennis ball under your bottom on one side and then just leaning into that tennis ball so you actually feel the pain spot um, and that's really going to help you know ease those muscles and the tension through that area we also in my classes i also teach partners how to do sacrum pressure because mothers often feel pain in the lower back and the sacrum when the baby is pressing against it so massaging this area may be helpful during all stages of labor we want to apply firm pressure on the sacrum without bouncing or pumping. Um, so, you know, just with dads, you know, partners, I'm, I'm really cautious about them doing this because they don't know their own strength sometimes. So sometimes they can, you know, start bouncing away. Is this good, honey? And, you know, you, you're actually experiencing more intense pain from that. So what I get the partners to do is just place their hands with the ball of the hand um, either side of the, the sacrum and hold and then the mum during her contraction can actually ease back into those hands so the mum is actually controlling what kind of pressure um, she she needs to have during that period so the dad needs to be or the partner needs to be in a really good uh, position themselves so that they can you know really balance their own body and use that um, stability to give the mum the best pressure that you know she needs during that contraction. Um, applying counter pressure firmly in this area during a contraction can be quite effective at relieving pain as well as relaxing the pelvis and opening it slightly. Um, it can also help to release the tension and the tightness in the ligaments making it so much easier for a baby to actually get into the pelvis rotate in the pelvis and then be pushed down the birth partner or support person can apply more pressure through the sacrum by resting the balls of their hands on the sacrum so not on the spine and having their fingers spreading outwards towards the hips and then they apply that pressure during a contraction having the mum on all fours is a great position to effectively use this technique so that you can sustain this massage position for a long period of time if a mum finds that her hands and wrists are becoming sore she can also lean over a ball or lean over a chair one of the best techniques that you can use is the double hip squeeze okay so most women will find this technique a good pain relieving te technique during a contraction and it takes pressure off the sacrum. This also helps to provide more room in the front of the pelvis for a baby to rotate, particularly if it's in a posterior position. The mum can be standing, sitting, leaning forward or on hands and knees. The birth partner places their hands against either side of the hip bones with fingers pointing towards each other and then squeezing inwards with a slight lifting motion. You may need to guide them on how much pressure you need and this can, be, this can change with every contraction as well. On the other hand, you may find that you can't tolerate the added sensations around the sacrum. 
So you just let your um, your support person know this and, you know, make sure you have that discussion with them previously that sometimes you might want them to do things. And then the next contraction, you might just want complete hands off and quiet and leave me, leave me alone kind of thing. Techniques using a rebozo or long cloth. We have to be careful about cultural appropriation when we talk about the rebozo. You can't take a sarong or a baby wrap or any other material and call it a rebozo. A true rebozo is a traditional Mexican shawl that's been used for thousands of years by Mexican midwives to help change positions of baby in the womb and to also soften and loosen the ligaments and make mothers feel more comfortable during pregnancy and labour. So a true rebozo will be made out of 100% cotton and come from Mexico. So if you're going to use a rebozo, get a genuine rebozo that is also providing financial gain to those traditional people. So I love using the rebozo, but remember that this is a very gentle and rhythmic movement. It's not meant to be vigorous or sharp movements, especially if you have an anterior placenta. You can use the rebozo around the mum's belly so it holds the baby and the belly in a hammock. Then you lift up to take the weight of mum's belly and then you just start a slow, gentle sifting with the rebozo or cloth with forward hand movements. This will not only help to ease the pain and discomfort but allow mums to feel relief from the heaviness of her body. I remind clients that the hand movement is that of the wheels of a steam train. So I say chugga chugga choo choo. So moving forward, not swinging the belly side to side. I know it's difficult to learn these techniques from a podcast. So what I suggest is that you find someone who has done the optimal maternal positioning workshop with Ginny Fang Davy, and they'll be able to just demonstrate this technique with you. So if you're in Perth, Western Australia, I teach these techniques in my back to basics birthing classes. So, you know, if you wanted to have more hands-on training, particularly for your partners, because like I said, it's hard to learn these techniques from a podcast. It's so much better if someone is actually doing this to you and with you and sharing with your partners so they have a clear understanding of what they need to do. The TENS machine, and I absolutely love the TENS machine. It's the best invention ever. I feel that every woman should buy one of these to have at home when you start to get those niggly aches and pains after birth. And even with your afterbirth pain as your uterus retracts down to its normal size. And also when you're breastfeeding. I also suggest to women that they ask in the pregnancy groups that, are, that they might be in, whether someone is thinking about selling their own TENS machine. So, when, so many women get them and they only use them once or not at all. And so they're happy to sell them cheap. You can pick them up at a fraction of the cost compared to buying them new. Now TENS stands for Transcutaneous Electrical Nerve Stimulator which is a small portable device operated by batteries and has wires that attach to sticky pads that you place on the lower and mid back. This then transmits different electrical pulses through the body that helps to ease pain and discomfort. Transcutaneous means through the skin and the electrical impulses are transmitted to the body through the electrodes on the skin. 
this pain signals <clears throat> sorry the pain signals that are transmitted through your nerves and spinal cord are then blocked by the electrical impulses so your brain receives fewer signals from the source of the pain I believe the obstetric TENS machines are different to the general TENS machines. So I, um, so I think it's been designed specifically for labouring women. Using a TENS machine can also provide you with enough comfort so that you stay at home for longer before heading into the hospital. In this way, you're more likely to arrive at hospital in active labour and not have as much time in hospital before birth. As a caution though, some women have had accidental home births as they've found the TENS machine so effective in alleviating their discomfort that they've left it too late to get to the hospital. Um, so because they felt that they weren't in active labour, they were handling their contractions really well. Some women find that they get a little comfort and some find that they get a lot. Some women find the wires and pads on their back annoying and others don't even notice. So again, we're all individuals. Something you need to be aware about the TENS machine is that they're meant to be used in early labour and then all the way through active labour. Many women wait and put them on in active labour and then they say that they didn't work. The idea of the TENS is to increase the levels of endorphins in preparation for when you're in the more intense stage of labour. So active labour. If you put it on too late, then the body hasn't had enough time to produce those endorphins. So your pain relieving hormones. We also look at acupressure points. So acupressure points are becoming more widely recognised in helping women leading up to enduring labour. These points have a very strong effect on the uterus and hormones of the body, along with calming and pain relief. There's been a long history of people using acupressure and acupuncture to treat all sorts of ailments and dysfunctions in the body, such as headaches, constipation and illness. And now we also know that it's a real benefit to women leading up to and during labour. Deborah Betts is a world-renowned acupuncturist who has a background in nursing and graduated from the London College of Acupuncture in 1989. She's created some great resources for pregnancy and labour and one of those resources is her app that you can download onto your phone called Acupressure for Natural Pain Relief in Labour with Deborah Betts and Tom Kennedy. This has instruction videos that will help you to learn about the acupressure points during labour for comfort and pain relief. Now some other pain relief uh, techniques that I also suggest um, that we discuss in our Hypnobirthing Australia classes and also in my Back to Basics birthing classes. So hypnosis, relaxation, hypnobirthing, anything where you're learning and conditioning your mind for positive reinforcement um, and you know positive mindset is going to help with pain relief. Um, acupuncture so you find a qualified acupuncturist who specializes in pregnancy labor and birth and also some acupuncturists will actually come and visit you at the hospital or they'll do home visits if you're having a home birth so this can be hugely beneficial during labor and birth um, 
seeing a naturopath and getting herbs or homeopathic remedies. So you obviously need to see a qualified naturopath or a homeopath who can put those um, those herbs or those you know uh, products together for you. Looking at different labour and birth positions. Okay, so if you're doing Hypnobirthing Australia or you're doing my Back to Basics birthing classes, then we demonstrate those positions for you. Look at heat packs. So obviously hospitals provide those for you. So you keep asking them to, you know, keep heating those up for you so that you can keep using those. Getting your birth partner to give you encouragement helping you to feel empowered, you know, about your labor and birth, um, looking at your environment. How can you change your environment so it feels more safe and calm? Um, and distraction. So like I was saying before, music is a distraction. Eating something, so sucking on chocolate or your favorite food is a distraction. Looking at things like rescue remedy, bark flower essences or Australian bushflower rescue um, essences so these can assist in keeping the mind calm and at ease staying hydrated so your muscles don't cramp up this is so important so you really need to start focusing on making sure that you're taking sips of water that your birth partner is you know putting a straw in your mouth so that you can drink staying nourished so yes you should be eating and drinking during your labor so we want to make sure that your blood sugar levels don't drop, that you don't end up with ketosis. So we want to make sure that you have that nourishment, you have that energy, you have that power at the end of your labor to push your baby out. And then you can also look at uh, using essential oils as well. So there, you know, there's so many more natural pain relieving techniques that you can utilize. These are the ones that I find are probably the best. But if you come across any others, you know, I'd definitely love you to write into me and let me know so that I can include that in my classes. You know, one of the best, um, the, the best things I have really good relationships with my clients and when they hear of something or they've tried something, they always let me know and it's like I have that there that I can share with other clients as well so you know that that sharing of information and collaboration and um and just positive reinforcement encouragement you know that's what I love to do with my clients so I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on natural pain relief options and you know if you wanted to get more information, if you wanted more hands-on demonstrations, get in touch with me. Send me an email, vicky at vickyhobbs.com. Um, even if you're not in Perth, if you're anywhere else in Australia and you're looking at hypnobirthing classes or some form of active birth classes, let me know and I can find someone that um, I can refer to you. All right, well, that's the end of this podcast and I look forward to sharing my next one with you. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, Hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, 
VBAC education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au.